Hey, Pure Golf Podcast listeners, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. To check out our weekly YouTube videos, go visit My Pure Golf. Link will be in the bio. On today's episode of the Pure Golf Podcast, Jordan, Aaron, and myself, we sit down and talk about what are the differences between our three pre-round routines because they do differentiate uh, in multiple ways, not just our build-up to the round, but also what's our thought process heading into whole one. So it's kind of cool seeing the differences between a beginner golfer, somebody that has been playing for a couple of years like myself, and then Jordan obviously has been playing the most out of the three of us. And then finally, rounding out the podcast, this was actually a talk that I wanted to take out of our YouTube video that Joe and I posted a few weeks ago. It was our Red Tea Scramble. Joe and I rank our favorite YouTube golfers. I love YouTube golf. I love Good Good. I love Bob Does Sports and many of the other YouTube channels. And Joe does as well. So I feel like a lot of you, if you are into the YouTube golf space, let us know which ones we missed out on. If you agree with our rankings, if you disagree with them, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. So hopefully you guys enjoy. If you guys do, hit that five-star rating for us. That would mean the world to us. And let's jump into the podcast. When before you tee off, do you do that or do you not? Do you take out the last club in the bag and know, like, oh, I'm taking driver on the first tee. I'm going to end my practice session before I go tee off with my driver. Do you do that? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, most of the time on any course that you're usually playing, it is driver that you're hitting off the first tee. I know for my home course, though, specifically, I have to take a three wood. So I do take a three wood there. But every other place that I do, I usually, like... If I'm warming up before a round, I'll build up, use wedges, then irons, then hybrid, then driver. Um, so I naturally will get to that final shot being the shot that I'm going to hit on hole one. That's it, usually how I am on on my my range stuff. But I don't know. What do you, you take that as like a one shot sort of thing though? Like is it, okay, this is my first tee shot. Or is it, I'm hitting this club off the tee, here's 10 in a row. No, I mean, it, for, I mean it depends on the timing of it, right? If I get there and I have only 10 minutes on the range – then it's more of like, okay, like I'm set up here, I'm lined up. This is the shot that I'm going to hit. If I have more time, then it's usually I'll hit, you know, a couple of drivers just to kind of get comfortable. And then my mindset goes to, okay, I got to hit a buttercut fade off the left side of this fairway just to make sure it's in play. And then you try and visualize it from that, right? That's kind of, that's how I do it. In I put myself in that mindset with the final few shots on the range, not like, you know, every single driver as I'm getting there. So what about you, Aaron? What's a buttercup fade? <laughs> All right. Anyway, a, sorry. A, a gentle fade. A gentle Do you know fade. what a fade is? Do you know what a cut is? Do you know what a fade I, is? Yeah, a fade is what I do on accident and it goes way off into the tree. No, that's <laughs> okay, slice. Okay. That's a slice. No, a fade. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got the terms. It doesn't mean I can do it with my swing. Okay. But I, I know what they mean. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know. Like the, the last time we played, I didn't even get to make it out on the it's range true. before we played. So yeah. so here, we'll, we'll approach it like this. You're just now getting back into golf. Yep. 
having the knowledge that you do, you've heard us talk about golf plenty of times now. If you were to go warm up, what do you see yourself doing for a round of golf now and getting think, back into it? I, I think I would start similar to Zach. Like, start with the shorter club, like, get the wedges, get your body loose a little bit. Don't go out there with the big dog first swing, like, you know, tear a quad or something. Who knows? Um, but go with the wedges, work through on the way up. And I, and I do think I like the pressure of you get to hit this club one time because it's your tee shot. So, like, maybe warm up. But then the last thing, like if I'm going to hit a three wood off of the tee like you're talking about at your home course, I'm going to hit one three wood. I'm going to hit it there. And I want the, I want the pressure. I want to simulate that for myself. And then I guess if it's awful, I would go again. But I kind of like maybe I'm a little different in that, too, where I kind of. I want the bad taste in my mouth, right? Like if I screw up, I want to feel the pain of messing up because I don't want to feel that again. So I don't mind feeling bad about a shot that I just hit. Like, okay, for instance, we were when we went out on our scrambler or whatever, and I'm just talking frankly honest about what I just did. And y'all are like, well, don't go negative. I'm like, I'm not. I'm honest. Mm -hmm. And I have to do better. I for me, it's that negative motivation works for me. I don't want to be lied to, oh, it's okay. You know, your finger painting definitely deserves to be next to the Mona Lisa. Like that's not me. Like your finger painting sucks. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're wired different from me. Like, I want that feeling. I want to know that feeling of what that good shot feels like before I head to the tee because I want to replicate that, right? I don't want to end on me, like, topping a golf ball and then having that thought while I go to the tee box thinking, you better not top this golf ball because that's just, like, negative thoughts for me. I don't respond well to that. So that's kind of how I am. And to kind of bounce off you and talking about, like, uh, my routine and how it's kind of, like, gelled and formed over like the last year and a half especially this year i've realized spending more time on the putting greens is more important to my round than like me trying to figure out my swing on the range because a lot of times when i'm playing like match plays against other people you're playing at different golf courses you're not playing at your home course so getting adjusted to those greens is one of the most important things and then also there's a ton of people that i've seen that are in the competitive environment and they've posted on their social medias what their routine is before they have to go play in a tournament. And I'm, t I'm serious, like 75% of the time is them putting on the green, chipping, and then they go to the range for maybe 15 minutes, but then it's back to the greens to work on that putting again. Mm -hmm. And so they revolve their entire thing around putting. And for me watching more golf, the realization of like how important it is for those five to 10 to 12 foot plus to drop is just paramount for how good your round will be that day. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the realization that I've had, like, as you've kind of gone along. So, so have you experienced, like for me, I've, I've played a lot, but I remember vividly the times that the green that I warmed up on did not match the greens on the course. And I felt like so upset. I'm like, man, these greens are really going to be slow today. I get up on the first green and it's 74 feet into the rough. Yeah. Like it just totally different. Has it been that way for you? Um, I think definitely on like the worst, like the not as good courses. Right. I think you kind of experienced that a little bit for me. Um, what's more important to me right now in my golf game is making sure my putting stroke is consistent. That's like the biggest thing that I'm focused on when I go to the greens. Cause I'm not like, I'm trying to break 80. Like I'm not at that point where everything's flowing correctly. Like I have to make sure my putting strokes good. And then when I know my putting strokes, putting stroke is good. Then I have that confidence going into the round. 
Because I've, dude, I've played matches. I've played, I've done road to break 80s where it's literally like I have maybe hit a one putt or two and then I get to the round and it takes seven or eight holes for me to get really accustomed to not just the greens, but my putting stroke as well. Like it's crazy. It's crazy how all of that's kind of like come full circle because like this never would have happened if I didn't do the 100 putts a day challenge with Parker because that was more of a realization of, oh crap, this is what my putting stroke really is. Let's like make sure it's like that for every single round is basically what it was. Because before that, it was just, I was just slapping the ball around on the greens, right? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my realization when it came to like my putting and just preparation before a round and that type of stuff. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. I'm going to be honest, that section wasn't even like meant for a podcast. We were just kind of talking in between takes for some videos that we're shooting. But as I went back and listened to it, I realized that it had some really good nuggets that really gets the bl- the wow, the blain, the brain churning. And uh, hopefully you guys are able to take something from that and apply it to your own golf games. Now we are going to transition into Joe and I ranking our favorite YouTube golfers. So if you're a big YouTube golfer guy or gal, let us know if we missed out on anybody or who is your favorite. Let's go ahead and jump into it. What would you say? Okay. So if you had to give me a ranking of your favorite YouTube golfers, Hmm. right? Yep. Um, Give me your, give me your top five. And let's no, let's not even do channels. Let's do specific golfers. Specific golfers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grant Horvat. Or sorry, let me go. That, that'd be number one. No, 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 no. But let's start do five. Start at five. Start at five. Okay. Um, it's always harder to do top five starting at five as it's going to go. So I would say number five. Let's go. Let's go Garrett Clark. Garrett Clark at five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Clark at five. Sure. Um, let's do not a scratch golfer. I don't even know his name. Uh, four. Okay. Um, let's see. He's he's actually really freaking good, isn't he? He's pretty good. I mean, but he's he's got a very unorthodox swing, but I just love the, his mentality to the right. game. Three. Uh, let's go. Bob does sports. So Bob. Bob. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I feel like that's his name. His first name's Bob. His name's Does and his last name's Sports. So Bob Does Sports. Mr. Sports. Hello. Mr. Sports. <laughs> okay, cool. He, dude, I love his vibes. He's uh, got the best so vibes on, on YouTube. So good. Number two. Let's go with our boy Rick Shields. You like Rick? I like Rick, man. Okay. I, I like his break 75. Um, I feel like he's the OG OG of it all. Yeah. Um, I love that. You know, he's doing some collabs with Good Good, and mm-hmm. so keeping. Yeah, I like I like Rick. I do like Rick. Have um, you have you seen any of it in his like instructional videos? Yeah. 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 Yep. He was probably the first instructional video I probably watched. I think anybody. Yeah. My dad too. When he first started playing golf, it wasn't even instructional. It was like figuring out if Kirkling clubs were the play. That's right. really what it was. Right. Right. Yeah. He does this little uh, like testing and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, last I would say or first uh, Grant Horvat. Grant Horvat. Love his swing. If I could have any swing. I would have his swimming. Oh, it's so it's it so smooth pure, and pure. Pure, just smooth, like the tempo, like ugh. It's unbelievable. It's so good. So that's, good. That's incredible. Well, we're waiting for people, so I'm gonna give you my top yeah, five. It's your, All right. I'm gonna have to go backwards on this too. See, it's harder. <laughs> you called me out. You called me out. I'm like, all right, let's let's see it. You got time to think about it. Put me Ooh. on the spot. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, number five, I gotta go George Bryan. Okay. 
love his swing. I mean, it's it's like him and Wesley, both of their swings, but George specifically, I find myself pulling for him mm-hmm. in a lot of these videos. Uh, number four, I got to go Fat Perez. Three, I want to go Garrett Clark. Yep. Two, I want to go Bob. Okay. And then number one, this is going to be very controversial, but I love Matt Scharf. Yeah. I love Matt. I, he's, he, he's got great vibes. and yeah. He does have great vibes, and people like it's people rag on him for some reason at specific times, and just like, but I love, I love how, how he plays. I love his energy, um, and he's always giving me good vibes, especially at the beginning of Good Good. He was yeah. the person that I just, I love following. His swing is effortless, and it goes 300. Like, it's crazy yeah. how effortless his swing looks and how he just has that tempo that still swing the ball well and he also like he had back problems right. so he had to fix his swing he yeah. had to he had to fix it and he had to change it up and uh i've fallen my he's he's my favorite good good member when it comes to it well, let's uh let's get an eagle <laughs> yeah. or an albatross we need one <laughs> <laughs>